So we, we just heard about the coming of the mountain of the Lord. We heard about the coming of peace. We heard about the coming of light in place of darkness. We heard about the coming of salvation. And we just sung about the coming of God with us, Emmanuel. We must be talking about Christmas, right? Wrong, I hear you cry. That's not what our readings are about today. It is very observant of you. Well done. But why is that the case? Today is the first day of Advent. We know of Advent as this time of approach, of approaching towards Christmas. Each year we see so-called Christmassy adverts going up sooner. We hear Christmas pop songs earlier. And we see shops putting their decorations up sooner every year. Everyone wants to be ready. Seems like everyone can't wait to get Christmas started. But what does Advent actually mean? Well, it's from the Latin word Adventus, which just means coming. It's a time where we prepare for the coming. Many of us prepare for the coming of what seems like dozens of relatives round for Christmas dinner. Some of us prepare for the coming of jolly old Saint Nick bringing presents while we sleep. We would all prepare for the coming of Jesus, born of Mary in a stable. But how many of us are preparing for the coming of Jesus again? Our reading from Isaiah And the creative reading you heard just before, talk of the mountain of the Lord. The highest mountain upon which sits the greatest one, to whom all peoples flow. But why do they flow there? Why are they heading there? What are they heading towards? What are they preparing for? It's not the time when the baby Jesus comes to earth but in our reading from Isaiah, it's the second coming. The time when he will judge the living and the dead. The time which comes we know not when. The time when, as Paul put it in our reading from Romans, we need to wake from our sleep. Advent is not just a time for preparing for the coming of Christmas. It's a reminder to us to always be preparing for the coming of our Lord in glory. The coming of the light of the world. A light in the darkness. Darkness which which often seems so strong. Some might say that darkness grows more than light in our current world. That the wars, famines, natural disasters terrorist attacks, murders, corruption. They all just seem like so much for our world to bear. Such an unbearable weight of darkness everywhere you look, more and more each day. We just watch the news and we see an almost overwhelming display of this darkness in our world. So where is our hope? Well, there's one image that I want you to cling on to when you think of that. When it's evening time and you want to read a good book, 
when you want to go to your room and read a good book. You, you walk in, you flip the switch on, and you settle down to read. Now, when you flip that switch on, how quickly does the room light up? Instantly. There's not a battle that ensues. I mean, we always talk about this battle between light and darkness. And you don't, but you don't stand there waiting for a few minutes, watching the light battle the darkness, thinking, oh, I really hope the light wins tonight because I really want to read my book. I've just got to a good bit. When you turn that switch on, the light wins. It's not a fight. Because as soon as you flick that switch, the light has already won. And when you think about those dark areas of your life or those dark areas of our world today, those areas where we struggle, cling to this fact, this scientific fact that light beats darkness. So how and why does darkness still thrive? I'm so glad you asked. And what a wonderful question. And it's a question that is only answered by looking in the mirror and by looking inside of ourselves. Because it's not the light that's failing. It's us that are blocking it out. Sometimes we put up walls between ourselves and Jesus, between us and the light. We don't agree with the word. We don't follow our Lord's guidance. We stray from the path. We sin. That sin builds a wall. And when you have a light one side of a wall, then what happens behind that wall? You get a shadow. You see darkness appearing. We allow darkness to survive in our lives. So what do I do? I have given darkness a home inside of me. So what do I do? Well, darkness is where light isn't. Don't get me wrong, the light, our Lord Jesus can go anywhere. He can do anything. He can put his light wherever he wants it. But coming to Jesus, becoming a blood-washed, born-again Christian, is about two things. Repentance and faith. Your repentance of your old ways is you saying, I am sorry. And it means that you take away those barriers that you've put up. You take away the things that keep you from his love. And your faith is what keeps you there and what helps you to walk towards the light. Even when you and the world have put up so many barriers that everywhere around you looks like darkness, we know that it's always darkest before the dawn. Paul calls us to cast off those works of darkness, that closing imagery of casting off the works of darkness and putting on the armour of light. For if we have the armour of light, which cannot be beaten by darkness, then we shall keep it at bay. If we repent and have faith, then we put on that armour of light and we banish the darkness so that when then we can be a light wherever we go by following those laws that Jesus gives to us to love God 
with all we have and to love everyone else with whatever is left over. Like Paul said to us in our reading from Romans, not to make provision for the flesh or gratify its desires because that's not how you can be a light. Ask yourself in all that you do, am I being a light for Jesus in this world? Have I put on Christ and that armour? Am I reflecting his glory in my actions? For those troubled by darkness, as we enter this season of light, remember that light will always beat darkness. And remember the words of Paul, who tells us, those who have repented, those who have faith in Jesus, that the night is far gone and the day is at hand. I see many lights in this church, in this congregation this morning. Be that light for Christ in your life. The light of the world is coming. Let us reflect his glory as we leave here today. Amen.